Oddball Sports is produced by KKKP the DJ. Welcome to another episode of Oddball Sports Podcast. All thoughts and opinions of all hosts are the thoughts and opinions of said host and do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of the other hosts or the podcast as a whole. Enjoy the episode you're about to listen to. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Oddball Sports. This is episode seven. I'm Nana Mark Hansen, one of your hosts, and I'm here with four of my lovely co-hosts and later we have a special guest for you guys but my co-hosts here today are diane david and papa could you steal the oracle all right so this past week we saw the second leg of the quarterfinals take place chelsea and porto once again met up in seville to play the second leg of their quarterfinal tie porto won the second leg 1-0 on the night but chelsea qualified 2-1 on aggregate to book their place in the semi-final in paris psg and bayern played their second leg. Bayern won 1-0 on the night, but lost 3-3 thanks to the away goals rule after losing the first leg 3-2. So PSG booked their place to the semi-final. Dortmund and Man City played their second leg in Dortmund, and Man City once again came out 2-1 winners, winning the tie 4-2 on aggregate. Liverpool hosted Real Madrid at Anfield, and the Anfield hoodoo that haunted Spanish teams like Barcelona in the past was not there as they played a nil-nil draw and Real Madrid qualified to the semi-finals 3-1 on aggregate. Guys, can you give me one word to describe the quarterfinal second leg that we saw take place this week? It was spectacular. Intense. It was intriguing. It was awesome. It was special. Okay, so now that we've gone out of the way, after the slander and disrespect, and I don't even know what to say, I would like all those who think they owe me an apology to apologize on this podcast because I know you. I know you know that you owe me an apology. Who is the you? Ask them. Ask say it with your chest. Ask the people with your chest. The you, no, say it with your chest. Apart, apart from Nana, I don't think. I also do. Nana, I also do have no huh? part. You know part. Me, yeah, I'm not I'm not a <laughs> I have to run it back then. You guys are you guys are not serious. <laughs> um, I am the oracle. My name is the oracle. To give another person. Hmm. Okay. At the end of this, I'm not thing, No, but me, what's it, what's me, me. I know I'm not part. So I have no apology to offer you, unless those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I said say it, say it with your chest. No, Dying, you, you, know, you, you Wait, you know if you don't add them, they won't, they won't, they won't, they won't apologize. Spear, one. Exactly. Uh-huh. Spear, one. Yeah, me, I go easy. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm waiting. If not, when we win the the Champions League, I expect a bigger apology. Mm-hmm. So now what? That's never. a big win. That's a big win. <laughs> yeah, when? When? Twenty twenty one. I'll stick my hands to that. Yes, to that. And Dave, what one? But Diane, me, I don't do, I don't do anything. What? Okay, move on, Why? Move on. Are you lying? No, no one, no one lying? wants to earn up. <laughs> no one wants to earn up. <laughs> Why you always lying? Let's oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, looking ahead to the Champions League semi-finals, Real Madrid will take on Chelsea a day before my birthday, Tuesday, April 27th at 7 p.m. in Madrid. And then the El Cachico, as I'm calling it, PSG versus Man City, will take place on my birthday, Wednesday, April 28th at 7 p.m. GMT. So who do you guys have qualifying from the semi-final round and who are your picks to win the competition? All right, I'll go first. I see PSG be- beating Man City and Chelsea overcoming Real Madrid and PSG will beat Chelsea in the final 3-1. 
Okay, uh, I have Real Madrid, Chelsea, 2-1 in the first leg, and 1-0 in the second leg for Real Madrid. So, I think Real Madrid will go through 3-1 the finals and then PSG versus um yeah PSG versus Man City uh, PSG will go through yeah PSG will go through 2-0 2-0 on both legs so it will be 1-0 1-0 each and initially in the poll that you sent I voted Real Madrid to win the Champions League but thinking about it I actually want PSG to win so yeah I think I'm going to vote with PSG to win the Champions League at the end okay if I give my opinion people will say I'm biased but um, I feel give your, give your bias opinion <laughs> no, I feel um, Real Madrid will overcome Chelsea overall if I'm speaking as a Man City fan what else am I going to say but if I'm speaking objectively okay I'm just going to say Man City beat PSG 1-0 overall to progress and winning wait this thing <laughs> This thing, I'll say my team to win. Because what kind of fan would I be if I didn't say my team won't win? Okay, so for me, I see Real Madrid overcoming Chelsea. And I, I also see Man City beating PSG over the two legs to make, to make it to the final. So final, I see Man so. City... Real Madrid in the final for me. Who do you have winning it? Real Madrid. Real Madrid will be winning. Real Madrid has qualified to the UEFA Champions League semi-finals 14 times. Out of this 14, they won 13. The gods of experience will be behind Madrid, regardless of how well PSG or Man City or Chelsea play. For me, what I see happening is Real Madrid facing Man City in the final. Everything would happen. Everything would happen for Man City to go to the final and. I mean, I genuinely would want City to win the Champions League because I feel like it would be extra clout for the Premier League, number one, and number two, to you know increase the conversation on competition and whatnot. But nah, I'm sorry, I have to cut you uh, off. I'm sorry, I have to cut you off there. Are you not the per- Are you not the person who said Chelsea win the Champions League in the teaser for last week? No, 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 Hold on, you asked my opinion on this show. Did you not ask for my opinion? Can I not finish, please? At least respect the fact that I'm speaking. Thank you. So, 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 let him talk, let him talk, let On the part of experience, Real Madrid has this in the bag. I mean, Florentino recently was given the mandate to continue to be their president, and they've won a high number of trophies under his reign. Jonathan something this would be the perfect time for Romadi to prove a point to Haaland or Mbappe that they are the real deal. And on the part of experience, they'll just take this from these boys because Chelsea hasn't been to the Champions League final in a long while. PSG just came last year, but Charlie, I don't think they're ready enough to win it. Man City, this is their first time here. It would be a lessons learned experience second for them. Time. But second sorry, this is our second time here in a while. Like I said, it will be a lessons learned experience for them. Real Madrid will take this on the experience part. Just on the experience part. I would love a situation where an English team wins because it will be good for the Premier League. But it's clear. This is for Madrid. I mean, but last week when you made that Chelsea prediction, no one held your hand and put a gun to your head to tell you pick Chelsea. So, yeah. Yes, I have every right to pick whichever team I have until the main event. What if what if I'm trolling Man City or I'm trolling Madrid? You may never know what my intentions are. To me, you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth just so you can say, look, I predicted it right. You know, in the end, Chelsea... No, let me talk. You've had your chance. You've had your chance to talk. Now, let me talk. You, you are a very inconsistent oracle you came here last week 
You said Haaland was will score a hat trick and beat Manchester City. We said, Are you? We hear you. Some two weeks back, you made predictions. You said, Oh, no, 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 you didn't make those predictions. Fine, we take the Dortmund prediction. Now you are coming here again. Even though last week you said that Chelsea. Chelsea would win the UEFA Champions League today. I can't tell us that Roma did win, and you want Man City to win. Meanwhile, with all our how many episodes that you've been on, you've been saying that Man City will not win what the sextuple. They will not win the Champions League. But today, you want to say that Man City will win Champions League. Which kind of will you be, Oga? See me. I am on the side of entertainment because as far as I'm concerned, my team is not in that competition. So I side with entertainment and wherever the wind... See, honestly speaking, just before Nana asked that question, I was all behind to come in Bash City because prior to the show, I did mention that Chelsea is going to win two trophies if Nana and Diane would remember. So, but, but just before Nana asked the question, that's what dropped on the oracle spirit and I mean, you cannot, you cannot, question, you cannot question the source of the oracle. You cannot question that. Thank you. Thank you for cutting him. Part of life. Thank you. Right now, the Oracle has spoken. Real Madrid, Man City final. I'd like to side <laughs> with Man City oh, because of our fellow goodness. City fan, but I wouldn't do that. <laughs> it is your apology. It's not a good apology. End, no. <laughs> because I know in the end, the acting she was acting me, I didn't have to apologize because I wasn't part. All right. The Oracle seems to be broken, but we move into the Europa League quarterfinals that also took place this past Thursday. Villarreal beat Dynamo Zagreb 2-1 on the night to win 3-1 on aggregate. Arsenal beat Slavia Prague in Prague 4-0 to win 5-1 on aggregate to set up a semi-final reunion between Unai Emery's Villarreal and Mikel Arteta's Arsenal. Romo drew with Ajax 1-1 on the night but qualified on aggregate 3-2 and United, Manchester United, won 2-0 on the night to finish Granada off 4-0 on aggregate. The semi-finals of this competition will be played on Thursday, the 29th of April, both games being 7 p.m. kickoffs, and Villarreal will host Arsenal in the first leg. United will host Roma in the first leg, and who do you guys have making it through the semi-final stage and playing in the final, and who do you have winning this competition? All right, so, I mean, pretty simple. Man United will overcome AS Roma, and Villarreal will score Arsenal, so the final matchup will be Man United-Villarreal for me. That's my prediction. I have a English final envisioned and both your teams are temperamental so but I'm gonna back Arsenal. I'm glad you have sense because your mother if your mother heard you pick anyone but Arsenal, she would have a phone call with you. <laughs> As in I'm <laughs> finished. <laughs> I agree with Dan. I see an English final, but then I see Manchester United overcoming us now to New in that final to take the, the, the trophy. And uh, with the AS Roma match, I see Manchester United qualifying 2-1. That's 2 nil at home and 1-0 for AS Roma on the after. And for us now, I kind of see it going away goals for us now. So kind of like 1-1 on uh, Villarreal's turf and then 0-0 on Arsenal's turf. That's how I say it Well, Manchester United is going to repeat what they did in 2017 this year. Oli is going to win his first official trophy with the Red Devils. He's going to cement his name in the upcoming legends, if I should say. I believe he would face Arsenal in the Europa League final. I mean, come on. They have much more quality than Villarreal. And no matter how much I may hate them, I just have to admit that they are good and it will be a very dicey final 
we will take this from us now. So I pick United winning the Europa League final and we will face Arsenal. They will get a red card. Wow, that's very nice. I like the way your mind is working. Very, you have a so very so nice, vivid. He has a very nice, vivid imagination. Only things that can happen in <laughs> dream world. I see Arsenal squeaking by Villarreal, probably three two on aggregate. Roma could make it very interesting and knock out United because, as we've seen in years past, Oli has trouble getting over the semi-final hump. And unfortunately, I don't see him overcoming it this year as well. So I have an Arsenal Roma final, which Arsenal will be. Roma 2-1 in the final with Mkhitaryan grabbing a late consolation goal. Why don't you see United having the quality to take out Roma? I mean, comparing all these teams of the past experiences where we've gone out in the semi-final to this team, to this functioning unit. I mean, you pick Rashford, who's had 20-plus goals back-to-back. You, you pick Bruno Fernandes, who's having a superb season. You pick Pogba, who's playing very well and contributing to, you know, majority of our, you know, important goals. You look at Cavani. Cavani, who is on a hot streak right now. You take McTominay and Fred. You take Henderson. I mean, we are a functioning unit. All right, so the Ghana Premier League comes back again this weekend with match day 20. One match of the match week has already been played and Great Olympics, Accra Great Olympics, played a nil-nil draw with... Kumasi Asante Kotoko today on Friday, April 16th. But Dave, out of the rest of the matches this weekend, that includes Ashanti Gold versus King Faisal, Elmina Sharks versus Wafa, Eleven Wonders versus Liberty Professionals, Rikun Chelsea versus Ebu Suat Dwarves, Mediama versus Legon Cities, Dreams versus Corella, Bichem versus Indiana Stars, and Hearts of Folk versus Inter Allies. What match from this weekend are you looking most forward to so i'm look i'm looking out for the dreams carella game with the hearts and entire game as well because a win for carella united we see them climb up to the top of the table ahead of asante toko and go different we also see dreams fc enter into the top four against legon city looking out too because a win in those games would change a lot on the top four and so i expect to see a win from carella united away from home in the which obviously is a fortress for Dreams FC, but I see them winning in the hearts be at home against Interallies, and I'm quite sure they will bounce back from their defeat last week and get the whole three points and then find their way to keep pace in the top four race. So yeah, those are the two games I will actually be looking out for. And also the media the Mediama game because they are on a resurgence at the moment. They won their game at 2-0 last weekend. They had their new striker, Ahmed Toure, score a brace in that game. And so obviously they are building a momentum at the moment and I would want to see them also win at home tomorrow. Alright, so looking at Ghanaian football, we got the announcement this week that they want to start the implementation of VAR starting the 2022-2023 season. There are a handful of countries on the African continent that use VAR in their domestic competitions. So Ghana would join the likes of Morocco, South Africa and Egypt who are the only countries who currently use VAR in their local leagues and competitions. But I, I'll open this to the panel. How do you see the implementation of VAR helping or hurting the Ghanaian game? Okay, so for me, I think it's it's a good news. I mean, having FIFA approve VAR for the Ghana Premier League from 2022 to like starting from 2022-2023 season. But then there are a lot of red flags about being raised about the whole VAR thing because when we look at our Ghana Premier League, we have 
issues already, especially with the pitches not being, I mean, pleasing to the eye, scoreboards not working. From what I am picking in the general public, it looks more or less like people have doubts whether the VR is actually going to work. And one of the things that they are talking about is officiating is bad in the Ghana Premier League. Now, if after a referee consulting to VAR still gets, gets it wrong with his decisions, it will break the trust that fans have for the game. And there's a possibility hooliganism might even go up because the trust for the game will just die off. Just like it's it's happening in England at the moment. So the implementation has to be well matched up so that it wouldn't it wouldn't destroy the game for us. My re- my initial reaction when I heard the news, I didn't want to undermine the Ghana Premier League, but I just thought if it's not like 100% effective in the UK, then in the Premier League, then how far for the Ghana Premier League? Um, but I guess it's progress. And is there is there a way to test VAR before it's implemented fully, or are they just gonna implement it in 2022? Oh no, there there will be. A- a test run okay then maybe if yeah, they, they, they did they did they did it for the other countries so the morocco egypt they all had like a pilot exercise before it started functioning i mean overall i'm not too big a fan of var but it's progressed with like provisions or whatever for the, the league i didn't really want to say anything but then i mean just as Diane said i mean if the premier league is having issues with var then what's like What's more of the Ghana Premier League? It, 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 I feel like it, it might even bring more problems than solution to an already problem-infested Premier League. But then, if they think that them including the VAR is what's going to improve on the quality of the league, and well, I feel like it's a gamble that if played out well will reap huge benefits. But then. I mean, personally, I feel like they should rather focus on solving the problems that are currently existing in the league before they try to bring in new ideas. Because you can't add new ideas to a, like a problem-filled organization and expect that new idea to solve everything. Because what if that new idea begins to have more problems? It just doesn't help. So yeah, I feel like that should that should be that should be what they should be looking at to solve the current issues facing the league, trying to make sure that the league is better as it is before trying to add new new things to the league that may also bring its own problems in addition. That's how I feel about this topic. For me, I think it's a good initiative. However, I would advise that they do their extensive homework first before trying to even roll out this in 2022, 2023 because the countries are currently utilizing it and they're going through their lessons learned stage it can be 10 times easier for us if we just take time and go through their notes and find ways to implement because the infrastructure needed for var is huge i mean they're not using toys in the premier league do you understand so you're you're you're, you're talking about high cost high technical cost because you the 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 gadgets they're going to use are not going to be cheap you know and would there be the necessary funding would, would this be seen as relevant enough like it like Siram said i believe they should focus on the current existing issues that they have and gradually create a plan for potential implementation of var maybe in the next five to ten years so that is a bit more progressive because i honestly currently do not see how var would work in the ghanaian premier league i do not honestly i feel bringing var to the local 
level could help but at the same time like all of you have said it has to be implemented properly we have issues with some referees i think last week or two weeks ago giving a penalty when everyone watching the game realized it's like it wasn't a penalty like with referees making mistakes like that it can help them cut it out but if it's like in the premier league where referees look at it and or someone in a var room is looking at it and they are like oh we don't want to overrule it because it's not not a clear and obvious error even if it is an error like you're going to have to balance those things out and try and make the game as fair as possible but like Spear said it's not cheap to implement we could probably invest that money we're going to spend on this technology into the fields the players use week in week out this evening the ministry of youth and sports announced that they will allow 25 percent of fans to to come to the stadium and watch football matches as in the ghana premier league and also other international games like the um, blasters and the other national teams when they play like fans will be able to go and watch so i think it's a good thing that we need to just address i mean yeah they've also said all covid protocols will be upheld so let's hope they actually stay true to that so moving on to the next topic what one realistic player do you want your team to sign this summer okay so diane supports man city i support arsenal serum spio and dave all support manchester united Okay, me, United needs a striker. They need a solid striker. They need someone who can score goals. So, realistic, <laughs> me, I'll say Haaland. I know it will be hard to get him, but he's the one I've been looking at since. And he's the one that I know. He's the one I've been looking at. He's the one I've been hoping to come to Manchester United before he went to Dortmund. So, I'm hoping we can get him. If we can, it will be a good thing, pal. For me, it's very simple. I want the Norwegian in our club. I would have chosen Harry Kane, but I just find out that I just found out that he limped off the field today. So it means his chances at the Euros is in the gutter, you know. And this will bring his value down if we don't get Haaland. Maybe we can get King. Maybe by that time, he's back from injury. But ultimately, I want Haaland. I mean, that guy is different. He's something else. We we'll use him to score us now in Man City. Okay. Okay. Now that some people have said your thing, I mean, we need, we need a striker to replace Aguero. So I'm going to stick with Haaland. But I want to ask the Manu fans, have you guys given, like, lost interest in Sancho? Have you? Me, I don't think United will be going for Sancho anymore since they couldn't get him last season. I highly doubt that that would be a, a high-profile target. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a high-profile target. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll go for what they need at the moment, which is definitely a striker, which Sancho is not. So, if anything, they'll probably go for that first before they'll try to fill in the other opening spots. That's how I see it. Yeah, so I, I think, I don't I don't see United um, signing any player, especially a striker in the summer. Because we are even in talks with Cavani to extend his contract. And so I think Cavani will stay another year and we should be we should be fine with it. It seems like you enjoy mediocrity, but yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so Nana, right now, which kind of shots to be this? Oh, I'm not taking shots. So for the one player I want to see Arsenal sign this summer, like honestly, we might end up being the club who has no money to spend this summer and it will end up being a sad situation for us if we don't qualify for any European competition. So if we do have money, the one player I would like us to sign would be, if we can 
get the money for Odegaard, I'll keep him. Like, we, Ceballos, like, he can f find the first flight back to Madrid, like, as soon as possible. This is the end of the first part of episode seven. If you're interested in basketball, you can tune into part two of episode seven, where we discuss basketball in Ghana, Marcus Aldridge retiring from the NBA, and us giving an update on our MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and other NBA award picks. Do check out the second part of episode seven. Thank you for listening to the football segment of episode seven. Thank you for listening to Oddball Sports. You can follow us on Instagram at Oddball Sports. That is the at sign O-D-D-B-A-L-L underscore S-P-O-R-T-S. On Twitter at Oddball Sports. That is the at sign O-D-D-B-A-L-L underscore S-P-R-T-S and on Audio Mac and all other major streaming platforms by searching Oddball Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. Oddball Sports is produced by KKKP the DJ.